there's a perspective within the spiritual community that has been really gaining popularity over the past decade or so, or at least I've just become more aware of it lately. And so I wanted to share it with you. And that is the notion of ancestral healing, which is basically just an awareness of generational patterns, which have become so deeply ingrained into our lineage. And then they get passed on, of course. And so they end up imprinting themselves onto our present day energy fields and even onto our DNA. And then directly associated with that awareness or that recognition is, of course, all the work that goes into healing those patterns and cleansing them out of our system so that we can like break the chain, so to speak. And so for me, as someone who is walking the healing path and who has really committed themselves to breaking free from conditioning, it hasn't really been enough for me to just be aware of only myself and my patterns. And, and then it's not even enough for me to be aware of my immediate family and, and their immediate family. But if I really want to like become truly aware of the patterns that have been passed on to me, I've had to like look way, way back and to even my most far off relatives, you know, people that have been deceased for thousands of years and just like totally zoom out and look at this situation from a more collective perspective. And, and I do that in order to like truly appreciate both the magnitude and the momentum of my conditioning. And so in the same way, you are going to have different patterns and different themes and different traumas that are going to be associated with not only your individual healing journey, but also the healing journey of your ancestors. So lucky you, you've got a bunch of conditioning that has been traveling down the line for, you know, probably thousands of years, just so that I can greet you and say hi in this life. <laughs> and so that would be more of a literal way of interpreting ancestral healing. We look back at uh, our line of people and, uh, you know, the people that raised us and the people that raised them. And then, of course, we can also use this perspective to better understand our own community and queer people. And so that's what I wanted to do today. I want to recontextualize the queer experience in order to gain greater insight into like where we've come from and then where we're going and like what we need to do in order to get from here to there. Because in my experience, having this awareness and then using it to address my own patterns well, it's been incredibly helpful for me along my own healing journey. And I think that it can be for yours as well. Okay, so first off, I think it's important to mention that ancestral healing is not so much about like specifics, right? Because specifics are more like symptoms that are manifesting out of an underlying root problem. And so in order for us to tap into that source of the pattern, really what we need to do is pay close attention to the more like the subtle, emotional, energetic feeling tones, which are acting as a sort of foundation or breeding ground for all of those like down the line manifestations or the specifics that we might uh, get fixated on if we weren't to pay attention to what's underneath them. 
And so then instead of me talking about, you know, all the patterns that I have observed in our community, what I would rather do is just put you in the driver's seat and have you use your own life experience, your own themes as a sort of portal or connection to the collective queer pain body or the collective queer conditioning. And then also just keep in mind that this isn't meant to be some heavy, intense process, right? You know, this is just lighthearted, curious exploration because, you know, as we all are aware of, like the queer community has just a long history of pain and trauma. And so I think it's entirely possible that those historical energetic threads that are still present within all of us today. And throughout my individual experience, I've definitely made correlations between what I'm going through and what we are going through. And so that's exactly why we would spend time doing an exercise like this is because it will help us to process and heal the conditioning and the trauma that has been passed on to us from whatever our ancestral lines happen to be. Okay, so the most important part of this process is that we're becoming aware, right? So this is just you feeling into your own chemistry. This is you sinking into your own energy. This is you becoming aware of emotional tendencies and energetic patterns that have been present throughout your life. And it's not that you're doing this to like psychoanalyze yourself or that we're trying to fix some big problem. No, this is just good old fashioned feeling, or we could say it's sensing or intuiting and really just whatever needs to happen so that you can sink underneath all of the ideas, the concepts in order to meet that raw, primal, earthy aspect of your being. And then from there, what you would do is just see if you can recognize if there's an aspect of your pain or of your trauma that just feels like really, really old. You know, possibly it could just feel ancient. Like it just has that quality. Um, or, or maybe there's a challenging feeling tone that seems like it's bigger than you. Like it's bigger than your life experience. It possibly like it's connected to a collective trauma. Or maybe there's an energetic pattern that's a part of your life, but you can just tell that like it's not really relevant to your experience anymore. And then as you move through this process, it's important to recognize that this is not some like overly strategic, complicated thing. This is just you being intuitive and trusting in your own innate healing capacity. And so this is just like lightly pondering the subject over the next few days or this is like walking through nature and just gently considering if this perspective is relevant to your life experience. And so this is like you questioning your own patterns and placing them within the context of both your literal ancestors and, and then also your queer ancestors. And then as you feel, what you might start recognizing is that we can have like very subtle energetic threads that are linking us to another person or to another group of people. And it's kind of like the pain you're feeling. Okay, yeah, it's like partly yours. Um, but then at the same time, it's partly not yours, if that makes sense. Or maybe you can recognize how certain conditioning, certain aspects of your life are 
like slightly subtly connected to a larger, more collective type of situation. And again, it's not like that any of this is bad or that we need to blame someone else for what we're going through. It's just that we need to become aware of who we are and like how we became to be who we are, if that makes sense. And that way, just by becoming more aware, we can be like more resourceful and intentional and even more strategic with how we go about moving through our own individual healing process. And then in order to help support your exploration, I wanted to share two different perspectives that have really helped me throughout my own ancestral healing exploration. So the first perspective has to do with accountability. And so basically, this is me standing in my power and saying, like, the buck stops here. You know, I am the one who is going to finally face this pain. You know, I don't care how old this pattern is. I don't care how ingrained it is. I am the one who is meant to break this cycle. I am the one who is strong enough to face the truth. I am the one who is willing to heal. And then the second perspective has to do with autonomy, which is me recognizing that, well, hey, this like isn't actually my pain. You know, this isn't my cycle. This is simply a pattern that has been given to me by someone else. And even though, sure, it feels close to home and I might have at times seen this pattern as really an ingrained part of myself. But now that I have a greater context, I'm able to say like, oh, okay, well, none of this is actually mine. And if it's not mine, then I don't have to deal with it if I don't want to, you know? It's like, I don't have to believe in it. I don't have to carry it around. I can just lovingly return it to wherever it came from. And so I think that between those two perspectives, taking accountability and also letting go of unnecessary responsibility, I think that you'll be able to find a sort of like sweet spot where you are both processing that which needs to be processed and you're also dropping the weight that really isn't yours to carry. And I think that if all of us as individuals can just feel our way along this healing journey, and we will, in our own way, be simultaneously honoring our queer ancestors by doing the work that they couldn't or they weren't able to. And then at the same time, we'll also be creating a more balanced and centered world for like all of the queer people that are coming after us. All right, my friends, I'll see you in the next one.